Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Welcome back, everyone. It is another lovely Tuesday, another week of the usual shindig by this point. This is all normal to us, so I hope you are having a great week so far, and if not, then maybe you are tuning in to today's episode to get some sort of motivation, inspiration to have a better kickoff for your week, but if you are brand new here, hi you guys, my name is Emily Elizabeth Duong, and I am the host of this show, the What Fulfills You podcast. And on this show, I talk primarily about topics revolving around life fulfillment. So that could be revolving around your career, your relationships, your mental health, your health and wellness, all of the above. And I really try to incorporate that by interviewing guests from different walks of life. So of course, I talk to founders and CEOs, um, but also very successful people in their own field, whether they work a nine to five job, they freelance on their own, or a friend of mine that I go to for advice in a specific area of life and I think is valuable to share on this podcast. So I definitely try to hit all areas or all points of the circle or the square <laughs> not really making sense right there but anyways um thank you guys for tuning in today i really do appreciate it but before we get into today's topic i do want to add really quickly because especially this one is all about careers or more so kind of shaping your mindset the framework around what to do with your life so pretty much i did release a career ebook back in early May or so, or the end of April. And this is all about my mindset, my guidelines on finding the right career for you. But not only that, but also how you can best prepare yourself for the journey of of the interview process, finding the career, finding the right tools, the jobs, appealing to the employers. And I definitely wrote this during a quarantine time, so I kept that in mind as well. So for those of you who have already read it or have purchased the book, whatever that may have been, thank you so much. And really, more importantly, thank you so much if you have shared some of the results because you guys have DM'd me, emailed me, and told me some of the success. And I think it's super awesome because I never would have thought that kind of result would come out of my ebook in a sense, but it's it's super awesome. So I'm really grateful that this has brought some sort of value to you guys. So if you are remotely interested, my ebook is available on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog slash shop. Now let's get into the episode. So on today's episode, I am going to be talking about the things that I asked myself during my job hunt post-college. And I definitely want to make this episode pretty quick and concise, but I did recently write a blog post about this topic. And I think it's really relevant right now, especially because for those of you who just graduated, if you are similar to me and wanted to take the summer off, 
then you're probably going to start looking for jobs around this time of year or maybe in another month or so. Um, So yeah, so I definitely just want to dive into it and share my thoughts about it. And if any of it helps, then that makes me really happy. So let's get into it. Okay, so the first question I have always asked myself, I think since junior year of college, is this question. And it is, in a perfect world, what would my ideal day look like? So I think a lot of us at this age in our early 20s, we don't ask ourselves what a perfect day would look like because there are a couple of reasons why. One, maybe we don't think it's attainable, so therefore we don't think about it. Second would be we think a perfect life or a perfect world has to be really far-fetched from what we think our reality is, so we don't really talk about it. And the third one would be simply because you never thought about what a ideal day would look like because you're probably caught up in your normal day-to-day and thinking about what a perfect day would look like is too much work, kind of. So this is a question I always asked myself for a couple reasons. When I was a junior in college, I always wondered why is there this formula of thinking about what job you're going to have. So when I was a senior, I remember like my fall semester, I was in like some senior seminar class and you know, they would always be like, oh, do you want to be a social media manager? Do you want to be in marketing? Do you want to be in sales? Do you want to be in consulting? Like, it's always about this industry. And I always see my fellow peers and colleagues get anxiety about thinking about what industry they'd be in. They're like, what the hell? I don't even know. Like, I, you know, and I don't blame them. Like, I have been in the same shoes. Like, I'm not far from that feeling either, you know? But I will say, like, that made me question, why is it about a job or why is it about an industry? Why do we not start from something as simple as what time would you prefer to wake up? Like a realistic time, right? Like some of us might be like, oh, I'd fucking sleep in all day. And some of us would be like, okay, I would ideally like to have a good amount of sleep, but I also know I like to start my day by, you know, 9 a.m., right? So I think that's a great place to start. Like for me, I had a job offer last year where the job would start at 6 a.m. and it was a sales job and it was for a really good company as well, but the 6am thing like I was just not about and that was fine but I think I was able to do to decide that because I already knew what I was valuing for my day-to-day life so I already knew like okay 6am is too early the earliest I would do is I don't know I think I probably said 8am at the time So it helps kind of narrow down. It's kind of like a filter, you know, when you go shopping online and you filter by size and by color and by texture, whatever that may be. Like, it's kind of the same thing. Like, you you should make your own filter for what your day would look like. Okay, so what's the earliest you would start? So let's say it's 8 a.m. Like, for working, then that's when you know, okay, I'm going to wake up at, I don't know, 6.45-ish, give or take, 7 depends on your commute obviously 
So that's a good place to start. And then secondly, you should think about, do you want to be sitting in an office all day? Do you want to be talking to people most of the day? Do you want to be working on projects? Do you want to be um, selling things? Like, like, what would your day consist of? I think that's such an important question as well. And we're always thinking about the technical aspects of a job, but what about the day-to-day things? Like, do you see people? Do you say hi to them? Are you more likely to go get lunch with them? Is that something you actually want? Or are you an introvert and you prefer to be, for the most part, by yourself when you're working? And everyone has their own preference, so I just wish that normal school framed the thinking around this way versus what specific job or career you're going to go after. So I think those are two things I think about primarily. And then I also was was thinking about simple things like the dress code. I personally love dressing up for work, so I really wanted a place that had that business formality and that's not obviously as well you know when you filter something in when you're shopping online some of it is has some wiggle room right so I think the dress formality for me is a wiggle room thing like because in California not every place dresses super business professional so obviously I'm gonna have some wiggle room for that but it's obviously a preference as well and I think it kind of comes back to when you're dating or when you choose friends, but probably more so in dating at this age, you kind of have a filter of what you're looking for. Maybe he's brown hair, maybe he's blonde hair, maybe he's, he's Asian, maybe he's like a certain race. Like, I don't know, like some people really have these preferences and that's totally okay. I wish it was just more acceptable to talk about, like rather than being like, oh, I want to work in therapy you know, like it's so concise to the point that I think sometimes it gives people anxiety when they pick a career path and they end up not liking it. Why not go to the foundation of who you are where you're like, okay, ideally the earliest time I would start my day is 8 a.m. and I would like to be back before 5 p.m. because I want to go to a workout class at 5.30 p.m. Like if you know those things about yourself like, and those are principles that don't change it's, it's really good and, and healthy because if you end up not liking the career path you went down, at least you can go back to this foundation you already had in mind and being like, okay, what other jobs or what other types of jobs would consist of the filters I have in place? So that's my two cents. And then kind of going back on the reality versus fantasy thing, I said earlier that I think so many people don't think about this question because they think a perfect world is something supposed to be unattainable. I don't believe in that. For me, let me just say what my perfect day would look like, maybe to give you guys an idea if you're still kind of stuck. So my perfect day, a realistic weekday, by the way, would be I wake up at 6 a.m. and then I do Pilates or Soul Cycle or some workout of that sort around 7 a.m. And then I'm going to come home after the workout and get ready for the day. And I'm going to start working and like really pounding the computer work stuff between 9 and 9.30. And then my workday would consist of meeting with clients, brands, and anything related to being able to build my podcast, blog, and whatever business I am pursuing. 
And then ideally, I would finish my work day or at least like the prime hours of my day at 4 p.m. And then on some days, I might go get dinner or happy hour with a friend. Or on other days, I might just simply relax and watch some TV, right? Um, And then I would be in bed by 9.30 and I would probably be reading a book and then I'd start my day over. So you can see it's not a unrealistic idea. I think where the dream vision comes into place for me is the fact that I really get to choose what time I start my day and my workday consists of all the work I do for myself. So I think those are the things that there the variables right now that are not in place as much or I will say during COVID, I've been able to kind of implement this schedule, except it's not as similar because if I was really working from home or if I was really working for myself and working remote, ideally I'd be working in coffee shops half the day because I love the dynamic of a coffee shop and I love white noise. Like for some reason that just gets to me. So yeah, I mean, that's my ideal day and obviously I'm not talking about traveling the world or you know being in Tulum and Cabo and then like Paris like obviously that'd be great too but I think if if I want to pick a realistic perfect day that's what it would be and so now I work in sales and it's an eight to five job but fortunately with the nature of sales is that you pick your schedule. I don't have to be on the computer from nine to five or, you know, eight to five because sales is a game of just results. And so fortunately for me, I have a natural skill of sales and human psychology and people understanding. So I've done pretty well in my sales job. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty close to kind of my ideal day, at least for a starting point in terms of being able to live my life on my own terms in terms of time for the most part and really getting to schedule my day however I want. Like even pre-COVID, if I really wanted to, I could work out in the middle of the day. Like if I really, really wanted to. So I love that aspect. And I think if I didn't think about what my ideal day or my ideal work lifestyle would be, I might have been more confused about where to start on the job hunt. So that's my best advice, I guess, like for the starting point is to just think about in a completely perfect world. Don't consider money. Don't consider where you live. Don't consider anything that you are trying to create an excuse for. Just literally just imagine like if you could choose anything, like if you had a genie in front of you right now and they asked you what lifestyle do you want for the next year or two years like what will it be and maybe you don't know the answer yet maybe you don't and if you don't then my best advice is to start thinking about it because your ideal lifestyle is only based on what you want like don't think about your parents don't think about your friends and what they're doing this is for you and if you cannot make a decision for yourself on what you want in life then maybe this is a time to sit back and reflect on the things that appeal to you, what attracts you. Maybe it's something like nightlife. Like for me, I love nightlife. I love Vegas nightlife. I love Vegas nightclubs. 
I love Miami nightlife, Europe nightlife. So I mentioned this on a previous podcast before, I think. And I think my dream career, like my ultimate Olympic dream, very hard to attain gold medal career would be to become a DJ. That's my actual dream career. Obviously, you know, it's very far-fetched in a sense, but I'm not afraid to speak about it, right? Like, and I'm not afraid to try to put myself in positions to get there, but don't be afraid to say something so far-fetched either. Like I said, try to figure out what a realistic perfect day is, but also don't be afraid to have a relatively far-fetched dream as well. Other question I think is probably the only other question I have for you to ask yourself when it comes to job hunting post-grad life, post-college is this. Do you value money or do you value living life on your own terms? And this kind of comes back to the earlier question as in what time you would want to wake up because here's the thing. Some jobs could be in finance. Let's say this. Let's say you were working a job and you're on the West Coast time and this job was really lucrative. It's in finance, but because it's in finance and it's based in California, you're going to have to work East Coast time to match, you know, maybe the trading schedule, whatever, or what time the market opens, right? Which is, if you guys didn't know, um, it opens at 6.30 a.m. Pacific time, which is 9.30 Eastern time. Obviously, I'm not saying like trading or the market is a good example, but I'm just saying like naturally, as we kind of know, most financial jobs and most jobs that require long hours for majority of the time, they usually result in more money or more revenue or more income. Not always though. I'm just saying like as a general conclusion. (laughs) And then the alternative is... Maybe making, I don't know, five grand less annually, or maybe eight grand, I don't know, give or take. And maybe you have more choices. Like maybe you have more flexibility in what time you make wake up. Maybe you have more flexibility with your pay time off, or you don't have as much rigorous work to do. Like maybe your job is really mundane and it's kind of office work. But you make eight grand less than someone working in finance and you wake up later. And like I said, this all always comes down to your preference. But I think what people my age when they graduate is that majority of the time, like when I say majority, I want to say 80%, they're looking for the money making job. And there's nothing wrong with it because to be transparent, I love a good salary job. Like who, who doesn't really, right? But then you evolve and you hit the, the year after post-grad life. So for me, I've been out of college for a year and two months. As much as I love making a great salary, it, it really is a toss up between Is this the life you want where you're going to be told to get on fucking conference calls at 8 a.m. or be in the office by 7.45 so you can be in these conference meetings at 8 a.m. to only result in X, Y, and Z? And like there are people and VPs and whatever telling you where to be, what time to be there. 
and if you're working remote during COVID, they're probably telling you, put your damn computer cameras on so we can see that you're engaging. And like I said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But I think what kind of becomes wrong is when you don't start to evaluate for yourself without your parents, I guess, overshadowing you in a way on where you should be thinking. Like if you value money more and you love to have just a lot of money for, you know, maybe you love a bougie lifestyle, maybe you want to just, maybe you really love money to be able to save it and, and invest it in the future. And like, you know, that's what you're willing to give up is like your time or your freedom or whatever that may be. Like that's beautiful because that means you are definitive and you have a direction of where you want to go. And if you change your mind, that's amazing because then you know, you're changing your mind to a different direction and that still means you are directional. Does that make sense? Like that means you know precisely what you're looking for and if that part doesn't work, at least you can shift to go towards something what you're actually looking for. I think for me, if I had to give my personal answer and I I really do have a strong debate with my parents on this because they are your traditional Asian American parents and I don't mean to be offensive to anyone but look I grew up with immigrant parents and I have faced my own personal very personal adversity with having parents that really disagree with how I think and what I do and that in itself is a lot of adversity um you know just not having emotional support support from people you low-key want the most validation from but at the end of the day, for me personally, I value living life on my own terms more than money. And it seems easy to say in a sense, but like if you sit back and just ask yourself during COVID, right? During this quarantine situation, a lot of us lost jobs. A lot of us got furloughed. A lot of us lost maybe loved ones because of the actual corona disease um, and so forth. And I think like during quarantine especially as well, it made me realize that or it more so reaffirmed my my philosophy around the fact that people matter the most and having these human connections and human relationships matter the most. And since they matter the most for our ultimate well-being, right? then I want to be able to build my, or rather design my life around my own terms where I get to connect and spend time with these people that I really cherish, whether that's colleagues, coworkers, friends, family, whoever, on a weekly, bi-weekly basis. Like I want to find a way to fit them into my life and schedule with a busy work life, right? Or with a balance between my career so I hate to say it I think sometimes jobs that (laughs) require a lot of hours are the ones that are usually more high paying and that's just the correlation but at the end of the day you just need to decide which one you value more and remember there is no right or wrong answer it's just it's just a matter of if you don't know which direction or which one you value more then you probably should start to ask yourself questions like what your lifestyle consists of and like what you value most outside of career questions like this like like I said I value my connections I value my relationships because they fulfill me 
they bring me long-term sustainable happiness they are the people that i share my success with because what is success if you don't have the the loved ones to share with and to celebrate with you and to be there along the road like there's nothing fun about walking you know on wall street alone right so Though this is pretty much my rant, like I, I don't think I mentioned this, but I was not looking at any outline during this episode, but I feel very passionate about this topic. I think I'm very passionate about changing the mindset around how us 20-year-old women or 20-some-year-old women frame the paradigm or thought process of how we go about our career, how we choose a career, and how we evaluate what direction is best for us. At the end of the day, it's not necessarily about the industry. It's not about the career position. It's about what you want in life. And it, it really is as simple as that. And it, maybe your answer might be like, I wish I could party all the time and make money and drink. And it could be that, right? And obviously, that's a little bit much, but I'm not going to blame you. I'm going to give you a lot of credit if you can find a way to incorporate that in, that passion into your life and find a way to capitalize on it. Like maybe work in the hospitality industry and work your way up because you're going to be around that kind of environment, right? Like there are creative ways, but I just don't think our elders push us to think outside the box in a way that allows us to incorporate a unique lifestyle and passion as a career. So that is my two cents. I hope this really helped those of you who have been feeling stuck about deciding on what career path to go down or just the questions to ask yourself because we all know 80% of the time our elders, our parents, whatever, they kind of tell us the same thing. So we don't really get this fresh perspective. So if this helped, please take the time to leave and write a review on Apple Podcasts. It always, always, always means the world to me. You guys have no idea. Um, thank you so much, everyone. I really appreciate you all. And one last thing, if you haven't checked it out yet, please go check out my career ebook. It's on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog. I really dive into more of this kind of mindset. And if you are ready to take the next steps into your career, whether that is applying to a job, fixing your LinkedIn up, or just preparing for interviews, then this ebook will be great for you. And again, it's on emilyelizabeth.blog. Until next time, guys, please stay safe, stay sane. Don't just stay positive, but stay mindful of the direction you are going in every single day. I'm thinking of you all. I love it. Love you guys. And I'll talk to you all.